Welcome to this week's episode of Stand Out, how to grow your organizational and productivity practice, brought to you by NAPO, the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals. With every episode, we're going to learn from subject matter experts who can help you build your business in areas like marketing, HR, and finance. We'll also introduce you to business owners who are out there just like you are, and we'll learn from their successes and challenges. Please welcome your host, professional organizer, Sarah Karakay. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another great episode of Stand Out, the podcast all about growing your organizing and productivity business. I'm Sarah Karakayan, professional organizer and your host. I know many of us have big dreams and goals for ourselves, whether that's starting your own business or dreaming of transitioning to a new career in productivity and organizing, or perhaps you've set your goals to double last year's numbers. Whatever it is, you're listening in on this podcast because you want more for yourself and for your business. But oftentimes, that little discouraging voice in our head can wreak havoc on our self-esteem and our motivation. People often call that voice fear, but have no fear pun intended, because today's guest believes we are all programmed to live fearlessly. Rachel Henka is the founder of Living Fearlessly. She is a certified transformative coach and speaker, breaking free of the job world upon relocating to a sleepy village in the UK. Rachel started her first business in 2003, working from the breakfast bar around her two young daughters. After 30 years of self-improvement, she finally found the secret to a happy and productive life and now shares that secret with her clients. She's combined her extensive business and transformative coaching expertise to guide her clients and readers to be more productive and achieve their dreams and goals without all the stress. Rachel believes it's all about a deep understanding of the mind. Her book, Living Fearlessly, is an Amazon bestseller. And her latest book, The Living Fearlessly Guide to Stress-Free Productivity, will be published and available to the public shortly. She's also the host of the Living Fearlessly podcast. Rachel, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. What a wonderful introduction, Sarah. So good to be here. You are, sounds like you're the key to all of our stress-free future. So I'm excited to have you here. I'm really excited to be here. And I think what's what's really terrific about sharing what I'm sharing is it's not something that I made up. It's something right. that's innate within, within all of us. And that, and that's actually the key to the, the stress-free, the stress-free living. <laughs> and I can't wait for you to help us understand how we can unlock that. Cause I know a lot of us believe that it's only gifted to the lucky ones, but I love that you don't believe that that's true, that you think we all have it. Yeah. Absolutely. So why, So it's one thing to hear your history from me, but I would love for you to walk us through your early career days and then how you got started into what you're doing now. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, um, I, uh, funnily enough, I've been thinking about it because I'm writing, I'm just putting the final edits on the Living Fearlessly Guide to Stress-Free Productivity that you mentioned there. And I, you know, it's, it's, I'm sure as business owners, we're all familiar with the, the um, it's kind of a tussle to remember what it was like for you when you're not, you know, it's not now, it's, it's you sort of vaguely remember when, when things were a certain way, but you can't necessarily remember the details. So I have been thinking about it because I've been sharing my story in the book. And what really came up for me was I seem to have always been up against time. 
This is, mm-hmm. this is why I became so fascinated with productivity. I was um, in my early 20s um, uh, and I was kind of all, always, I've got the next thing to do. I was always this classic high achiever trying to juggle a million things, way more things than, you know, was wise, other people would say. And why are you always going after something like that? Why can't you just be happy with it as it is? And so I was always kind of this aspiring um, achiever type, which used to cause a lot of, um, I believed, caused me a lot of stress and anxiety. And I, and I was a very anxious um, teenager. I suffered with anxiety and I really had no idea why or how it worked. Um, but I learned to be, get really good at dealing with it. And putting a brave face on it. And this is what I talk about in, in Living Fearlessly because so many people think anxiety is something to be labeled. It's something different to the normal feeling stressed in a, any moment of the day or um, feeling worried or having that self-doubt, which is what you were alluding to um, in the introduction. And, and what I've discovered it is not, it, it's all from the same core. We, we just have this, as humans, we have this tendency to, to have really busy minds, racing minds. And because the kind of people who are interested in productivity tend to be the go-getters, the yes. I want everything done yesterday, yeah. Yes. Um, I was one of those, right? And I, I really didn't know how I was causing my own anxiety and stress. And I wish I'd known what I know now when I was a teen, because it, I would have saved myself years of real struggle and heartache and worrying that I was in some way deficient. Um, mm-hmm. But in, on the productivity question, like I was, I was working in a, in my job. I was part time in a in the British Council actually, and I lived in Israel in Jerusalem. Um, and I had two young children. One of them was, um, you know, they were, they were actually both um, under two. And I had a very busy job. And I, I really remember the thing I remember the most about that job was every day I used to put um, post-it notes on my desk. And I'm laughing because I've still got some post-it notes, yellow post-it notes on my desk here. Not many. I've only got two. And they're actually just things that have come to me today that I've written down. But they're, they're like inspirational post-it notes as opposed sure. to lists of things to do. Um, yeah. So that's a big difference to how I operate now. Um, back in the day when I was in that job, they were lists of things to do. And it was never ending because I thought the key to being productive um, was for me to just get more done all the time and constantly be living in the future. So I had these lists and um, looking back on it, as I was writing the book, I was thinking, my goodness, I can see what I was doing. Like, no wonder I felt stressed and like I didn't have a minute for myself and, and I could never really enjoy what I was doing because I was, and this is a big key and it's deceptively simple, but for those who want to, as I call it, living fearlessly, which I just mean really being in the moment, enjoying life now, no matter mm-hmm. what's going on around us, is the key is 
not to live in the future. Mm. Now that's that's a challenge for productivity people because it's all about <laughs> it's all about the future, right? Right. Planning, um, goal, goal setting, <laughs> um, right. note taking. Um, you know. So what what I've kind of really been discovering on my journey through this transformative understanding that that really changed everything for me was oh gosh there's nowhere to get to it it's not it's not urgent like we think it is it can be it can be light it can be fun it can Mm -hmm. we can be super organized or not like we're okay anyway but um when we start to see that it's more of a game Sarah mm-hmm. and we're creating our own stress then we can really enjoy being productive we can and then and then what happens is it's let it becomes less of a um this horrible grind which is often what productivity can turn into right where you know, it's sort, it's sort of like the more fascinated we are, like in the book I talk about how, and I talk about this in, in Living Fearlessly, the main book as well, because this was my journey. I was a seeker. I was a studier. I've studied every system that I could get my hands on about how to be more productive, how to be happier, how to be better, blah, blah, blah. And it's like the minute you see for yourself, and you and I want listeners to just for a change, not scramble to take loads of notes. Yeah. Because you're doing that enough already, right? Everybody living here who's either interested in productivity, already in business, you know, being productive, helping other people be productive, probably your minds are going 100 miles an hour all the time. And there's this idea that you're missing something. Mm-hmm. You should be better at it, or you should. There's something you're not quite understanding, and if you could only get, um, you know, your files in order and your accounts in order by Tuesday, you'll be happy then. But what happens is there's always more post-it notes. <laughs> there's always more things to do, especially, and that's the nature of our business. So it's the nature of any business, but it's especially the nature of a productivity-focused. Um, business so it's like by understanding that we do this to ourselves we can really start to have a lot of fun in business because all that's happening is we get a stressful thought and we kind of we really dance with it we take it really seriously to the point where, and I don't mean to be disrespectful here, obviously this is the, the productivity, you know, NAPO podcast, but what I'm, what I'm meaning is like, nobody's going to die if our files aren't in order. Like, you know, it's not, You're right. You're right. <laughs> I love order and I love productivity and I love having things in their place. And like, like my idea of a good, of good fun is to have a, butter session like Uh like like that's a high for me and I know from you know obviously I'm in good company here you're in very good company (laughs) many people would look at me as if to say what are you on (laughs) Um, but it's not life or death but we make we make it life or death and Mm -hmm. what happens then is instead of increasing our productivity we we confine it 
because we've got this thing going on where there's only so much we we can do in a linear way like we've only all got the same number of hours in the day we've only got however much energy we have and and unfortunately the more our minds race and the more stressed we feel the less energy we have so it's kind of like a vicious circle isn't it the more the more we think about you know I used to be in that office I, I still remember it now I used to be in that office and my and I used to get sort of like more and more and more revved up about all the things I needed to do and I was like doing accounts and um, I was assistant to the director and organization and all that stuff and of course I didn't see it then because I was a good soldier I was a good just get it done type Um, but I didn't see that oh wow the more I do that the less creativity I have yeah the less flow I have, the less access to new solutions I have, because I'm shutting it down. I'm speeding up my mind to the point where I can't think clearly. You know, I mean, it's even a saying, isn't it? And I, I, I've got a feeling that I used to say it a lot. You know, gosh, I just can't think clearly. Right. It, and it's, it's a really simple reason. It's not because there's anything wrong with your mind or with your knowledge. It's not because you're not clever enough. It's not because you're not organized enough. It's not because you're not a good mum. It's not because you're not a good partner. It's not because you're missing something. Other than we go, we go high achievers, productivity seekers, we go thousands of miles an hour. And we just miss out on the really simple, easy solutions that are available to us when our mind is clear. Mm-hmm. So I know that's a, like a lot of stuff I'm throwing out there that sounds exciting, but some people will be going, what? So do you want to sort of unpack it a little bit, Sarah, and uh, like ask me anything about it? I, I definitely want to unpack it. So, you know, before, you know, I had this podcast, of course, I was, I was reading up on you and your work. And yeah, let's, let's dive into into that, um, clearing your mind and being able to think clearly and, and how that relates to the name of your business living fearlessly. Cause I know not only with high productivity people, you know, I, everything you were describing is pretty much, you were describing exactly who I am. <laughs> so I feel a little, um, you know, I feel like I'm really excited to dive in this conversation because I suffer from all of that. You know, I know yeah. a lot of our listeners do. So yeah. Yeah, help us unpack that. Go ahead. You do your thing. We're we're listening. We're all ears. Yeah. Well, let's just start like this. Was there something there that you particular that was kind of like you like the sound of it, but you're not quite sure what I yeah. mean? Yeah. You know, so as a lot of our listeners are solopreneurs, we may have some subcontractors or a few employees, but you still feel like you've got the weight of your business and the success of everything you've built on your shoulders. So you're always like you said, you've got this uh um, this grind going on, you know, you got to write these blog posts and now you want to start a podcast. Maybe you want to be more active on social media, but you've got a network and you want to get more clients and you want to try, I mean, all these things. Yeah. So how do we think clearer? Okay. So in an example of how, like how for myself now, what I used to have going on was all of that, that Mm -hmm. monologue. Now there's, there's a misunderstanding that we 
we think that, that our experience is coming from outside. So we, th we think as humans um, that we feel a certain way because we didn't write our blog posts, right? Or because we've got an annoying employee, <laughs> right? Somebody that's just annoying yeah. the hell out of us. And we think that we feel however we feel because of them or because uh -huh. of it. Whereas the truth is the way, the way humans really experience life is they experience it through their thoughts all the time. And so if you think a stressful thought, a fearful thought, you feel fearful. So our, our thoughts create our feelings. That's the first thing for people to just kind of sit with. And it's, it's not, there's nothing to do, Sarah. There's nothing to try and grasp. I just want people in this kind of work, it's about insight. Mm -hmm. And everybody listening today is going to hear different things because that's how it works. Mm -hmm. We just think it doesn't work that way. We think everyone's hearing the same thing. <laughs> um, but actually, we all just hear what we hear and we get yeah. what we get. So this is kind of like, let's think of this podcast as this is a sort of a bit of a holiday from the usual, you've got to do more, do more, do more, do more to be better, to be bigger, to be um, you know, more productive, which, which is the general message we get around us all yes. the time as business owners. Yes. So this is, I'm kind of peeling it back. I'm scaling it back. This is, this is to start to hear for yourself, whatever lands for you and whatever lands for you is going to be perfect. And there's no race and there's no rush. It's when we have these thoughts and we sit there and we think, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do this. I need to do that. I, I, you know, most people that do that, that's the only thing actually that's getting in the way of them being really effortlessly productive. Mm. Because when you're thinking that stuff, there's, there's, there's something in us in, in high achievers. I write about in my book. I've noticed a lot with my clients is there's something in us that we think there's a kind of like a fear that we think if we're not thinking about what we need to do all the time, it's somehow not going to be done. Yeah. And it's a complete misunderstanding. If anything, it's, it gets in the way of us doing it. It doesn't help us do it. But we have this idea that, um, you know, many people have this monologue going on in their head that they're like, maybe they're a bit lazy, which is just ridiculous because it's always the people that are doing loads of stuff that think that they're <laughs> lazy, right? Um, right. Oh, if I wasn't so undisciplined and then lazy, or if I was better at this, if I was better at that, you know, I'd be doing more. Now, all that's happening, and I, you know, honestly, listen to yourself. Like for you, Sarah, just watch this in the next week. Just kind of like observe it for yourself. When you start to go off on one doing that, you're not present doing what you want to do, right? Because you're gone mentally. And so, a blog post that could take you, if you were kind of chilled out, just relaxed, just with the blog post, you could probably hammer something out in 15 minutes that would be really great. But if you're thinking about 10 other things that you need to do, you just can't get that through. Like it doesn't come through. So it makes, you know, writing for me is a good example because I do a lot of writing and this is where I see it so much, but it, it applies everywhere. Um, people think, you know, especially um, 
productivity people we we have this kind of you know love hate relationship with multitasking right <laughs> and there's mixed opinions on that and so on but really it's not very effective it's not effective for things where we need our focus so if it's an, an even less so when it's not planned multitasking, I mean, you know, as, as mums and, and whatever, you know, I'm certainly not going to say I don't cook and listen to something or, you know, try and do a couple of things at once like that. But writing a blog post or having a meeting with someone or um, even sitting down to dinner with your family, if you are not there mentally, you just don't perform well. Right. And there's no productivity in that. There's no, there's no, um, you might get stuff done in the grind. Like you might tick off on your um, to-do list, done blog post, spoken to Sally, um, you know, had dinner with the family. But if you weren't there in any of them, then the quality of what you produce is usually not going to be very good. So the only way we actually make ourselves, it's like it's counterintuitive, but the way we make ourselves a lot less productive Mm -hmm. is by thinking stressful thoughts about all the things that we need to do. And then we think that we're doing them because we're thinking about them. Right. Yep. And I'm outing people here big time because, you know, (laughs) I know this. I've seen this. I do it. Right. Yep. We can think we're working 10 hour days. And if you actually, you know, and this is probably an exercise that productivity geeks won't be able to resist. It's, it's like if you were to actually write down what you really did. Right. How much, and this isn't an excuse, this isn't like an invitation to beat yourself up. It's an invitation to get alert to how much you can get done when you do one thing at a time. You're in the moment with it. And you're aware that you're thinking very stressful thoughts and that they're not helpful. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like, I was a, you know, I'd done all kinds of study of all kinds of new age stuff. I'd studied law of attraction. I'd done tons of personal development. I'd read so many books. Um, I did meditation. I did, you know, I did everything you could think of to calm my busy mind. Because I, I knew there was something going on. Like I, I just couldn't understand what the answer was. But I knew right. I wanted this, this better feeling. I, I knew that I was, like to backtrack a bit, I, I was very aware that sometimes I felt really good. And I was in this, what I would call productive flow. And everything just feels beautiful doesn't it do you know what I mean can you think of a moment like that oh yeah and it's just like now for many people they don't even have that feeling very often because they're so often up in the head with the busy 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 because the more we do that the less we have the feeling right because based on the understanding that our thoughts create our feelings if we're thinking stressful thoughts we're not going to have a nice feeling. It's that simple. Um, but I was fortunate enough to, to know about this feeling and to really pay attention to it. And that was what fueled my kind of productivity 
experiments and fascination for many years because I was after this feeling. But, and so I tried everything to get it. And the more I tried to get it, the more elusive it was. <laughs> the, the less I could understand how it worked. Sometimes I'd have it, sometimes I wouldn't. Um, and I had this big kind of idea that I need to be happy all the time. Like if you read 99% of self-help books, there's sort of like an underlying message that when we do something, when we achieve something, when we produce something, when we have something, whether it's the million pounds, dollars, whether it's the beautiful house, whether it's the partner, whether it's the business, like when we have that, then we'll be okay. Right. So I'm just flipping that over for people. And it's all based on a real understanding of how the mind works. That that is just a mind trick. Because our well-being isn't out there. Our well-being is never going to be out there. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not lovely to have a great house, not lovely to have the partner, not lovely to make the money. But if we're waiting for that to give us a feeling, then first of all, we're waiting sometimes forever because it may never come. Mm -hmm. We're missing our, our life, the enjoyment of our life. But also it's just a terrible misunderstanding in how our thought works. Because once you start to understand that, and what I call fearless is just this simple understanding that, oh my gosh, my happiness and my well-being isn't in the future. It, it's now. And the only thing that's making me scared and fearful and stressed and worried and panicky is not getting that, is thinking that when all my boxes are tidy, you know, just as, <laughs> as an right. example, when my book's written, when blah, blah, when my business hits six figures, when, oh, then I'll start being happy. Now, anybody listening to this that thinks about it in a common sense way, I'm sure can't argue with, with what I'm pointing to. Like, why would you wait? Right. But what's even more transformational than that in terms of being very focused on productivity is the simple understanding that we have, we have mental bandwidths. And I know I'm making, you know, I'm sort of moving my hands to explain it to you, which obviously listeners can't see. But the way I think of it is, you know, when you're, you're doing a lot of stuff on your computer mm -hmm. and I'm not mentioning any names here, but I'm sure there may be some people who sometimes open more than one window at once and try and do many things at once. Yes. <laughs> um, and what happens to me frequently when I do that is I get this really annoying spinning color wheel that jams up my computer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I can't do anything because I'm trying to do all these different things at once, like the multitasking. None of them are going smoothly. Um, and I just feel frazzled. I can't think clearly. And it's not working anyway. Um, so that's how our minds work. Our minds have, we have this wonderful connection to wisdom or intuition or 
you know, inner guidance. It, it doesn't even matter what you want to call it. It doesn't have to be anything really other than an understanding of how your mind works. You know, people all have all these different beliefs. Like, don't let any of that get in the way of you having a better experience. We all have a wonderful innate well-being, an innate clarity. We have the capacity for new thought. A new thought comes through us and to us all of the time without us doing anything. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, because we don't understand how it works, because nobody explained to us how it works. Like when we were kids, we knew. That's why we were fearless when we were kids, right? We weren't born worrying about our paperwork. We We weren't worrying about anything really. We lived in the moment. And, you know, that's why kids are, kids are really kind of fearless. They have access to this innate stuff. And it's not to say that they're always happy. Like they can fall over and, you know, hurt their, cut their knee and cry. It's like the end of the world. But they're resilient, right? It's done. It's over. They don't talk about it forever. It's not like, oh, I cut my knee yesterday and they're going to sort of talk about it for three months. It's on to the next thing because they're naturally resilient. Now, we are too, but we don't know it. We, we start to buy into all of these ideas that there's something perhaps wrong with us, that because we made a mistake, because it didn't go as we wanted, and we replay this, um, this kind of tape cassette in our head. So, yep. so on the productivity, like the way to really, I won't say... It's not, I mean, it's not even double or triple productivity, which is what I used to be after in the old kind of school of thinking. It's more, it's like effortless productivity. It's like, it can be infinite because we all have those moments where we could sit at our desk for eight hours or grind away working at something for weeks and not have a breakthrough. Like it, it just doesn't, you know, hard work will get us so far. We'll do whatever we can do. But then there's those other times where, gosh, we have like a complete game-changing idea. The one that, you know, that started your business. The one that helped you create a program that all your clients love. The one that, um, you know, completely changed the game for you. It's, It's like that doesn't come from hard work. It comes from a clear, quiet mind. So this, this works for us every day in, like, we have access to this all the time, but we block it up, like, with a color wheel. So, yeah. so we're looking in the wrong direction. We're looking for, how can I do more? How can I jam more in? How can I? Um, and all of that has a place, like, but it's, there's no one... I think the biggest thing I've learned on the, in the past three years, Sarah, is that there's no one formula for everybody that's definitely going to work. That's why being tuned into our own thought system, our own um, inspiration, tells you when it's time to write the blog post, when it's time to tackle that room that it's, you know, you know, like we all have these, these, times and these days where like if you're a high achiever and you're a push 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 person it's so easy to make your life really hard yeah so easy 
because because we have this uh, this misunderstanding that our self-worth comes from achievement so we need to achieve 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 so if if you're in that phase where you're constantly having to do things but you kind of resent it a bit because you're never really feeling that great or you not enough you know you've got a lot of discontent and overwhelm going on mm-hmm. it's amazing how sometimes the less you do the more you achieve and that and we see this in if you get a good night's sleep we see this when you're calm and again you know can think clearly like your negotiations go better people achieve more around you because you're not this like frantic frazzles lunatic who isn't even yep. communicating well because they don't know what you want because you don't even know what you want right because your bandwidth is 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 depleted your color wheel is spinning and it's really difficult to be productive and effective like that so it's the kind of old less is more but it's in a in a really simple moment to moment way of starting to notice for yourself that you have your own guidance. Like I'm pointing you in, in, the, in the direction of something that's already inbuilt into you because you know what's right for you. I know what's right for me and that can change and that's okay. Um, but what most of us are doing and what I was doing for 30 years is looking outside of me for someone else to give me some kind of perfect system um, to make everything right. And it doesn't work that way because right. we are the perfect system and we can be, we can create systems, we can throw them out, we can adapt them. And when you start to see that, that's where the playfulness you know, I call it playing the game of productivity. Like, like that's where life takes on that playfulness. And, and you can go for massive goals, but your well-being isn't dependent on them. Yeah, that's really powerful thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I have some more specific tangible questions that I would love to see if you could answer for us. We are going to take a really quick break to uh, bring in a message from NAPO. But when we come back, I've got more questions and uh, insight that I'm hoping to get from Rachel. So we'll be right back. The Acceleration Learning Series offered by the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals includes Ask the Organizer panels, Business Building Block Sessions, and Connecting with Corporate Partner Presentations. These one-hour conference calls are only available to NAPO members. Visit napo.net to learn more about membership and our Acceleration Learning Series. Okay, we're back. I have Rachel Henka here. She is the founder of Living Fearlessly, and she is a certified transformative coach and speaker. And she has just dropped so much inspiration and uh, a different way of thinking about our thoughts. So, Rachel, I I get what you're saying, and it's and, but it's hard to to rethink. Right to to re to, to transform ourselves into this uh, more peaceful business owner, I suppose. Do you have any tangible? I don't know if I want to call them tips, but things that that we can do that may help us on start that journey of clearing our minds and being more present in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
there's the very different thing with my work to how my old work used to be, which used to be full of, as you can imagine, as a productivity geek, was full of um, quick hacks, strategies, tips, um, you know, ways to beat the clock. Um, So this is not that, but there are things that that are common sense. And And I think the more we start to tune into that common sense that we all have, Mm-hmm. the more we know what to do that's right for us. So for instance, one of the things like in, in the final chapter of the Living Fearlessly Guide to Stress-Free Productivity, I, the final chapter is called Let It Be Easy. And in Let It Be Easy, I do, I do give some tips. And it's, it's like, hey, you know when you're really tired, like take a power nap. Listen to your body. (laughs) Chill out. Take a break. And one of the things I see so much with myself and with my clients is that if I'm, and I'm a productive person, I'm writing, you know, I'm really on a mission to write a lot of books now about living fearlessly. I've got my business to run. I've got a family. I've got all the things that we're all up to. Um, now, in my old way of being productive, I would make myself do a lot of things that I thought I should do. And the more I understand how it really works and how my mind works and how productivity works, the less I do that. The more I focus on doing the things that I feel really inspired to do. Now, mm-hmm. That always raises a question of in business, but what about all the things that I have to do that I'm not inspired to do, right? Um, so here's the thing where, where understanding how thought works can really change everything for you. Because when you start to understand that your feelings come from your thoughts, you could actually have a great experience of doing something that you don't like now I'm not saying that that's the way to go like you know there's all kinds of and I'm sure I don't need to you know preach to the converted here we know we can delegate we know we can get people to do things we know all of that stuff all the all of the sort of um you know just the givens really of right you know having a, a team around you having people to do things and all of that um but what I've really seen is like, it's all about our experience in the moment of how we think. So, you know, one of the examples for me is like cleaning. Now I've had, a, I've had a cleaner come in for as long as I've had a business. Cause that was one of the first tips I got, right? If you're going to grow right. your business, you need to have a cleaner. Like don't be cleaning yourself. You could be, you know, doing the stuff you do for your business. So I've had right. a cleaner for, I don't know, whatever it is, 15 years. Now, I, I'm not a big, I don't really enjoy cleaning. I enjoy decluttering, as I said. Like, I'd much rather have a, quite a clean area, and then I can, like, declutter, reorganize all of those fun things for me. Um, sure. But what I noticed was when my cleaner couldn't come, and I just had to, it just had to be done. Um, you know, I, it just needed doing. It was, it was really awful. I could clean with a lot of stressful thinking about how I hate cleaning. Yes. (laughs) And how resentful I am that she hasn't come and that I have to clean. 
Or I could just drop that and I could just say, you know what, I'm just going to clean for two hours and I'm not going to think about it a lot. And it's amazing. And this can be for anything. This is, this is for anything that you don't want to do, but you just need to get done. You, if you, you, we create our own hell, Sarah, with our thoughts. Yeah. Yes, we do. And here's a big, here's a big tip for people who are listening to this and hearing something. There's something resonating. Don't even know what it is. It's like there's some kind of insight bubbling. You don't have to control your thoughts. Now that's huge for, for most people who've done a lot of personal development, um, who have done some law of attraction type study, who have tried to understand how to be better, how to fix themselves, how to be happy. Um, what, what this revolutionary understanding that underpins living fearlessly points to is that actually we can't control our thoughts. It's not on us. So it's a, it's a massive, massive relief for people who like to control everything, right? Which is, tends to be productivity-focused yeah. people. We're kind yes. of control freaks a little bit. Um, so it's, an, it's something you can really tick off your to-do list because you can't control your thoughts. You just can't. People will, you know, you can try. You can do it for a little minute. You can kind of have a good phase where you're managing not to think any negative thoughts and you're, you know, you, it might last a while, but the truth is the thought system doesn't work that way. There's fresh new thoughts coming through from wherever they come from, through the system into your mind. Sometimes they're thoughts that you think are nice. Sometimes they're thoughts that you think are stressful. Sometimes you hate them and you try not to have them. And have you noticed the more you try not to have them, the more you have them because you're putting lots of focus on on the thought. Um, so one thing is here, when you're trying to get more in the moment, when you're trying to, to just enjoy your life more, is you, there's less to do, like you really don't need to try to do anything. It, it's a dropping away of all the things that you're doing now in terms of, um, in terms of making it feel like hard work. Because if you think if you think the cleaning, for example, is hard work, then it is hard work. You know, it's going to be hard work because it just is. But if you go into it and you kind of think, well, you know what, I've got to do this cleaning. And we all have these moments where we're quite, you know, we, we've, we can sort of access our common sense and we know that we may as well just get on with it, right? Right, yep. Just get on with it, roll up your sleeves, do it. Who knows? Like you can put on some music. You might, you know, you can listen to a podcast. You can, you can have the most wonderful experience cleaning, even if you hate cleaning, like I did. Because my experience in the moment is nothing to do with what's going on out there. It's only ever to do with what's going on in my head. Yeah. So that's kind of like the biggest, the biggest tip, if you like, is just to look towards that more. Now, I don't want to convince anybody. I'm not trying to, to get people to understand something that is a new way of doing something. I'm just showing you how your human software already works, whether you know it or not. And in, in, yeah. in the same way that bashing the computer keys and trying to open up more windows and trying to get your color wheel to go fast. It just won't work for you because the software isn't designed that way. I love oh, that analogy. 
Yeah, our, our software is not designed that way. It's not designed to work well when we indulge our stressful thinking and we think it's real and we start to buy into it because that's the only time we feel fearful is when we believe our thoughts and our thoughts are not real, guys. They're not real. They're just thoughts. Yes. Oh, Rachel, this is, this is big stuff. And this yeah. is just the beginning of a lot of our journeys, even if we help other clients with their productivity levels, that doesn't mean we all don't need a little guidance and clarity with our own business and, and the way that we operate. So at, at the end of, of every interview, I like to ask my guests, because you, you actually brought it up earlier that you used to have post-it notes with a list of things to do, but then you kind of change that to more inspirational notes or, or just, you know, uh, a ways to remind yourself on, on, on how to live life or uh, inspirational mm-hmm. messages. Mm-hmm. So what are two big impact, I don't know if I want to call them next steps with you, or just two big impact messages that you can leave our listeners with, um, that they can be write on their own post notes in their own office, that, um, yeah, that can help them on this journey. Yeah. Well, I think the first one is just starting to look towards and explore for yourself how it works. So it's, it's like, just test it for yourself. Like I, mm-hmm. I, what I love about what I do now is I don't need to make up any BS. I don't need to make up any stuff that sounds good because I'm mm-hmm. just pointing to something universal, some universal principles about how the human experience works and see for yourself like start to notice yourself. So it's like, I'd say the first one is your thoughts are not real. They're just thoughts. And the second one is there's nothing to do to control them. Let them pass. They will pass on their own. Yeah. Because that's the key to all of it. Because when that, that's enough to change your whole experience of everything. Because if you really start to see that, everything else flows and follows from it because you see that you've got all the, you really are fully equipped to do brilliantly, to do, you know, what's right for you. And, and you can hear it when your mind isn't completely full up with all of these thoughts that, are, you know, and you're believing them and you're kind of running with them and you're acting on them, right? Because you think right. it's true. Right. So they're, they're kind of big universal type things, but I, you know, I don't want to give you some quick fix thing that is right, just not right. going to do it for you. So it's start to observe your own, your own habit of believing your fearful thinking. Yes. Great. Rachel, if, if our listeners wanted to find out more about you or the, or, or uh, what you're doing with your podcast and your blog and yeah, all those sorts yeah. of great things. Where can, they, where can they do that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've got um, a free um, downloadable gift, which, give, which explains more about what we've been talking um, about today. So obviously it's good. It's a chapter of the book. Um, again, this work is it's very different to what we usually hear. So it does take some, um, you know, it's very beneficial to kind of read it let it soak in and just let it kind of just have your own insights around it so there's a free chapter of living fearlessly um, and there's a video workshop about how to achieve more and um, tilt the success odds in your favor 
um, to, to, to basically, you know, achieve more with less stress. So that's at living, uh, www.livingfearlessly.co.uk. Um, and then the link I put, especially for, uh, listeners today is forward slash NAPO. So you can get wow. the gift there. Um, and then if you want access to all the other good stuff, um, you'll be on my list then anyway for updates, but you can also just go to livingfearlessly.co.uk where you can um, access the podcast and see my books and my coaching and so on. That's great. We'll make sure all of those links are also in the show notes. So it'll be easy for our listeners to find you that way. Fantastic. Thank you. Great. So well, much. Rachel, thank you for your time today and your insight and, and sharing what you've learned with us through your own life experience, because I think that's the best way to connect as humans to just say, Hey, I've been there. I know what you're doing and you're thinking, and this, this is, this is a, it's already programmed within you. So I, I think that's really wonderful. Um, listeners, how about you? What, what can you do today or, or this week to, to start that, that, that change in, in the way you notice yourself in your own thoughts. I don't want to say make a change right away. Cause like, like Rachel said, it's not a quick fix. Um, but is your color wheel kind of going and are you overloaded and how can you step back and just, and just rethink all of it? Uh, I'm Sarah Karakayan. That wraps up this episode of Stand Out. Thank you for being here with me and for learning with me. Again, if you like this podcast, if you're able to walk away with nuggets of inspiration or something valuable, please leave us a review hit that subscribe button, and then share this episode. Share any episode with a friend or a colleague or whoever else might find them beneficial. Thank you for spending time with us. I look forward to hanging out with you next time, and I'll talk to you then. That's all for this episode of Stand Out, brought to you by the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals. Be sure to visit napo.net to learn more about our educational offerings, our local chapters, and both certification and certificate opportunities. Don't miss an episode as we help you build the business you've always dreamed of owning. But I'm